What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm gonna go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, we are happy to have Mimi Shoneman, the host of the Red Hot Real Estate Show and licensed realtor with Remax Results with us again. Hello, Mimi. Good morning. I am very oh, I like your, your tunic today. Oh, thank That's you. It's a very well-selected tunic. Also, well-selected, our good friend <laughs> Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. How's it going over there, Phil? It's good, but I don't look as good as Mimi. Yeah, you are very basic in comparison to her normally you are also very colorful but today she is crushing it oh yeah, you yeah are crushing she it. is yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah. Phil, before we forget can we please get your nmls number into the room sure 238103 company nmls 3029 cross-country mortgage and equal housing lender mimi i want to tell you how excited i am because you were one of my wisest friends i think about you all the time um, but we talked about um uh talking about how you can challenge your property tax values and other stuff a few episodes ago and then i came home checked my mail and one of my neighbors is mad and You're like, so us, angry exactly so angry this neighbor and so i thought of you because they were talking about the same thing that you talked about how people are now getting these responses that they're like, I don't think that that's valid. <laughs> like, right. I don't think that that, you know, that kind of increase in my property. And it seems odd for a homeowner to go, oh, I want to say that my house is valued too high. But there's a method to the madness, right? Well, we did talk about this a few weeks back, yes. which brings up a good subject to podcast us all the time. Absolutely, yes. yes. But Just Ms. go Shannon, to mytalk1071.com, use that keyword, red hot. Miss Shannon mm-hmm. is the representative. <laughs> I am not. The unelected representative. <laughs> For the neighborhood. I am not She's taking ha- on that mantle. Handpicked <laughs> in her neighborhood. Because I actually read the letter that my upset neighbor, like, uh, Hand wrote and then photocopied and sent to everybody. Can I read it? Yeah, go ahead. Read okay, it. so Miss Shannon got this in her mailbox, and you know I, I'm like power to the people, man. Yes. Uh, property tax ripoff. Yes. The assessor actually told me he put false high values on her homes because Crystal City officials pressure him. <laughs> now, right. wow, it's aggressive. I told you, Phil. Okay. I All didn't. Right. I haven't read it yet. Yes. But that's that's a wow. Let me keep going. Yeah. Go this is the letter. I'm not just making this up. This right. is not my words. Um, Crystal then gets extra tax taxes to spend on things we don't need and enrich themselves. $200,000 salaries. Well, I think I should go work for Crystal. Um, the assessor values the most perfect home in the neighborhood and lies that that everyone's value. Okay. We all need to appeal these false high values. I agree. <laughs> I did, and my value went down. I paid less false high taxes. Don't be bullied by these liars. And I think it's so funny because it's all like sharpied out and giant. Go ahead and hand it to Phil. This is and massive fraud. It, it finalizes and know, says. look, I, I, I'm not saying that there aren't reasons why you would have this discussion. And the part of the reason why I'm not going to go uh, and, and start um, Neighborhood a petition. Neighborhood no, I will help you. I, you don't need to, though, because really, <laughs> I'm willing to just go and discuss things with my city officials. 
officials, we do have pretty cool city officials. And, you know, I might, you know, I've been fixing up my house. I might be part of the problem, not the solution. Maybe they're using my house. <laughs> so I have to at least You're go through the pretty, pro- pretty house. I have the pretty house that messed everybody else up. So, but I do think that it's reasonable when you were explaining the process that had a variety of steps in it, that if you do think that this is affecting your taxes or affecting what you're paying unreasonably, you do have things that you can do and recourse. I have really brilliant people that I've met in my life that challenge this on the regular, like every single year. Yep. And they get their property taxes reduced because squeaky wheel gets the grease. Right. Mm -hmm. All I'm going to tell you is be careful what you wish for. Exactly. Okay. Because I look at tax statements all the time. Tax statements are normally 20% less than the actual value of the house that they're going to sell. Mm-hmm. And just be careful. If you bought your house and your basement wasn't finished and you're going to fight the tax assessor and you've finished your basement and now they're going to come in and see that you finished your basement, mm-hmm. that may not be something that you want or you them got to see. Or you got permits out there. they know what yeah. you got. Right. Correct. Yes. Right. And so, so I do think that it's... Do your, do your due diligence right. before I mean, you decide to bark up that tree. Exactly. Well, I think bark. I, you know, I'm like you bark. bark. Do yeah, some barking. You can. Yeah, you sure. know. But I do think it's also part of the reason why we do this show is to know that people have options and that it's, it's worth building your resource team to go if you are... If you are like, this is the thing that I think is great about us. It, like, I have people that I can call and go, do you think I should bark right now? And know that there is a reason why they will tell me to bark or not to bark um, kind of thing. And then you still do with that information what you will. Like, I called my friend Mimi and said, I don't like this letter I got from a potential uh, investor in my neighborhood. And she said, don't bark. And I barked anyway because <laughs> it was bothering me. And so I think that it, but it is good to have somebody that you could call as a resource that says, hey, what do you think? It's so How important do I do this? to me to know that you pay attention. I do. I'm just joking. No, you pay, not only do I pay attention, I willfully was like, I am, I had to make a choice. Are you going to take Mimi's advice? Or am I going to not? And I told, when I retold the story to somebody, it's like, my friend Mimi told me not to do this. And I just had it on my heart to do, to go against what she told me. Cause you were right. I just couldn't let it go. So, <laughs> well, you were just fine. But I mean, I will say that sometimes you can run yourself up into a, Absolutely. a situation. Correct. And so that's why it's good to go, who can I workshop this with? who's been through these similar scenarios and lives in this this. world. This is what I love about the show. Mm -hmm. I love it when our listeners will call us with these exact kind of situations. Or any situation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, so we're talking about this, that, and the other thing, but doesn't mean that's not what's on your mind, what's on your heart. Let's hear what you have to say. People are thinking about the things that you're thinking about. Especially you've been sitting on it since Thursday, and then we do the show. When we do it live, we do it on Sunday morning. If you've been waiting to call us because you knew that, hey, I'm going to talk to them about this thing just because we're on a slightly different topic doesn't mean that you can't call in with your real estate or mortgage related questions scenario tidbit and see and have your friends here on the red hot real estate show workshop it for you and that number is 651-641-1071 all right we we're more some... than we're more than diverse here we can talk about a lot of stuff well, some exactly. of us are. yeah well, okay <laughs> but but i i will say that we do have a subject we're going to talk about today and mm-hmm. i think the barking we can bark about this one. Okay, woof, woof. Yes. That's woof. coming up. Okay. All right. We have so much going on here today that I don't even know. But did we even get your numbers? Yes. 
Did you we? can reach me at 651-238-6748 or email me at phil at callphilolson.com. Right. I think we were wondering if I cut you off with before you said your NMLS number two. Yeah. So, yeah, so we said that right. If NMLS 238-103. There you go. Okay. Just to we make really sure. should just get that re- recorded. No, because then I still got to remind our producer to play it. It's better oh. just to have him mm. say it. <laughs> okay, so here's what we're going to be talking about today. Yes. Um, we are going to be talking about what everybody's talking about in the news, the new LLPA. Whoa, boy, what big big term there. Correct. Yeah, I'm so full of it today. Can we unspool? Um, loan it... level pricing adjustment. Thank yes, you. Okay. we're going to be talking about that. And, and what that is, if you all have heard, that there's penalty for the good credit scores and a, a reward for the low credit score. So we're going to just, we're just going to do gonna that. Unspool that. Okay, no, we're going to bark a little bit. We're barking. And we're going to talk about appreciation rates and how that's going to affect your ability to buy or sell. And we're going to be talking about the things in your outside world that may affect your home values that you have no control over whatsoever, but that you should watch out for. Now, the last thing that we're going to talk about is near and dear to my heart, and that is it's springtime. Yes. And what does that bring? It brings little baby animals. Right. And we're going to be talking about what you do if you see an injured baby animal. Aww. And it is no mow May. <laughs> Don't mow your yard until June. And we're going to talk about why that is. Do we have time to talk about why that is? I think that we do need to, like, we can hit it a little bit because I didn't think that that was controversial. And then I got a bunch of the, no, here's why no mo may is bad. So I do want to have the conversation. No mo may is not bad. Mm -hmm. The reason that you don't want to mow is because of the butterflies, because of the hummingbirds, because of the bees, the pollinators need your weeds that bloom. Mm -hmm. The dandelions are food for them. Right. And it's very, very critical that those stay in place so that they can have something to eat and start their hives. Now, depending on the uh, layout of your property, if you are one of those people like myself and I have a couple of neighbors where we have a designated prairie-ish type part of the yard where I, I, I seeded those kind of things, then okay, we get it. You're ahead of the game. You can go ahead and mow your grass, grass, if the rest of the stuff. See, and that's what I heard. It was like, not necessarily there are some things that are in your best interest. People, okay. So it's, (laughs) you know, so it's kind of like saying, I have to put makeup on every time I go out the door. Yeah. Do you really? (laughs) So why does your, why does your yard have to look like an English garden? Fair enough. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, beautiful natural right just like it is with all of the weeds and phil's phil's sweating now (laughs) Um, i'm not sweating because i i i plant lots of wildflowers right in areas of my yard all of these things are great Mm y'all But just use it as a moment to go with without deodorant. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Do it. Wow. Just you know, natural. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. just let it hang, man. Yeah. Right. No mome. All no, right. No well, you guys may. let it hang for a few minutes. We'll be right back. Again, reminding you, the number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Ms. Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group and Remax Results. Also, our friend from Cross Country Mortgage, Mr. Phil Olson, encouraging you to be part of the show. Call us at 651 641 1071. Okay, so I know you guys have, uh, if you are interested in real estate at all, mm-hmm. you've been hearing about this uh, subject out in the news. Yes. And so, uh, we figured if it's on your mind, we'd love to talk to you about it. Phil's going to kind of uh, 
go through it because that's his world uh M- mortgages. So, Phil, this is Let called me, LLPAs. And right. what does that stand for? But can I tell you the kind of headlines that people are seeing? So, if you wonder what we're talking about, the kind of headlines are the ones are they really penalizing people for having good credit? Like, that was one of the headlines that I saw that was discussing this. You mm-hmm. know, is it worse for people who have good credit when they buy a home? That was another headline like are you being penalized you know if you have good credit when you buy your next house i saw those three kinds of headlines it's funny to me because i've talked to several different professionals who are in the business and people have different opinions about it and so we're going to get phil olson's opinion about it um phil as a mortgage expert let's let's start with first of all defining what it is and then what's the take on it from your perspective all right so what Fannie Mae, and this only applies to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac mm-hmm. on conventional loans. Right. So let's understand that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac control 70% of all the mortgages in the United States. Now, where's the other 30%? That would be your government loans. Okay. So that would be FHA, VA, USDA. Then you got what's called non-QM, which mm-hmm. are considered like a portfolio loan. Portfolio loans are only maybe 2% of the overall mortgages that are done in the United States. Now, that being said, there are conventional loan products, home ready, home possible. What we're talking about right now is the new LLPAs, or in other words, new pricing, does not affect those conventional products. Those products are designed for people with an income level of 94,300 it could be considered family or it could be considered just one individual on the loan okay all right so what fanny and freddie have done is i'm going to quote exactly what they say they want to facilitate equitable and sustainable access to home ownership in real reality though I look at this, and I mean, I could look at the positives and I could look at the negatives, but overall, I look at this as Robin Hood. We're going to take from the, the, rich. the rich and we're going to give to the poor, okay? That being said, if you've got a 660 credit score and your interest rate is this and you've got a 760 credit score, and your interest rate is that, the 760 is going to have a much better interest rate than the 660. Okay, to, so, to your point about Robin Hood, I get the analogy, but you could be rich as all get out and have a low credit score. Yes, you could. And just because you paid your bills on time, because that's that's what you've done, Right. all right, there's rewards for having good credit, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, But right now, what Fannie and Freddie are trying to do is they're trying to create more equity. So what they've done, let me give you an example. If you have a 760 credit score and you put and you put it is 20 percent down, your interest rate will be about three eighths of a percent higher. Okay. Mm -hmm. whereas if I had a 660 credit score mm-hmm. and my rate would have been let's just say seven and a half now that person's interest rate is seven percent so basically what they're doing is they're they're moving 
the money. Okay. Because understand with the LLPAs, what does it affect? It is basically monitoring your credit, your down payment, the type of property, and your debt-to-income ratios to determine what the interest rate would be. And what we're talking about here, really, it applies to purchases, but it also applies to cash-out refinances and rate and term refinances. But I want to kind of stick to purchases. Let's just stay with one subject. Right. right. That lane. So let's stay. And so I'm just going to translate it back because I appreciate the information. So Mimi, I'm going to praise this to you and see if this is the same one because a lot of our listeners are women. So I'm going to talk to you first about this. So the, when I look at that grid, I look at it like when, remember when you buy, you know, whenever you buy pantyhose or you buy uh, tights and there's a grid where it says you'll fit in this range. And then there's a range that's a color, and the most people fit in that range. When I look at the list that that Phil's holding up right now, it reminds me of that grid. Yep, that it what looks it did, exactly. It looks like exactly it. like that. So Phil, Panty you know what hose. I'm talking about? It's a pantyhose grid. Exactly. So what they it, to me, the layman, it appears to me that they tried to make that grid that how many people can fit in this box bigger. So if you were really good on the outside, it might not fit you. Now the crotch is going to drip on you now a little bit over here because it's like because they, they're for the people that are in the middle of that grid. If you're too short over here, now you're going to have to roll them up at the top. You can't do that either. But the window that that mm-hmm. this will fit more people in in theory is what it seems to me is the layman. And so, thank you for jumping yeah, in, yeah. Phil, because I didn't think you'd make the analogy, but I, you got I me. I could never do that one. But you, <laughs> you, you hit it right outside of the park. Okay. So basically, yeah. if you think about it, if you're a 700 to a 760 credit score and you're a good buyer, yes, they're increasing your interest rate on home for a, purchasing a home, and then they're spreading mm-hmm. that cost that they've recouped from you, mm-hmm. and they're giving it to first-time home buyers. Yes, and they're giving it to those that don't have the greatest credit right. score. Now, one of the things when you also look at this matrix, yes, okay, mm-hmm. is Fannie and Freddie are pushing the consumer mm-hmm. to it is PMI. Yes, if you take PMI, and guess what? I've got a trick to this here, folks. Okay, to help you out. Okay, they want you to take PMI because then the government is insured in case of default. So here's what you do. Instead of putting your 20% down, you put 5% down. You keep your 15% in the bank. Mm -hmm. I help you buy your house. Yeah. And guess what? Then we do a recast and a reamortization. Oh, he just got oh, so excited. Oh, Look how excited he got. Yeah. Right. Boom. Yeah, he boom. got really excited. Got a party in the studio here. Exactly. We and now more people around. fit in those pantyhose, and oh. it's okay. See? So I get you a better interest rate mm-hmm. because I'm. Keep in mind, my job is to look at this and Let's ask just, myself, how can I make, make it this better yeah. for okay. the consumer? We have like one minute. Let's yes. just rewind that for two seconds. Right. Your solution yep. to this. Yep. Is you use your least amount down, right? Yep. Right. Get into yep. the house, yep. and then recast. We do a recast and a reamortization with mm-hmm. cross country. Costs three hundred bucks. Yeah. You keep the better interest rate, and guess what? We get rid of the PMI. See? Okay. The I'm how, for it. How does that affect though those that have the better credit scores? 
how does it affect them? It allows them to get a better credit score because the matrix basically says you'll get a better interest rate if you put if, less if down. you put less down. Even if you have better credit, you have to do both. So it's like pull them because together. Because the yep. government wants to be insured. Correct. Yes. And by them being insured, they can pass that on to those that have lesser lesser right. credit or maybe the demographics of their loan is not as good so yes it's, it's difficult but hey man we got people like yeah, i'm gonna come up work. with a solution we got this. the solution all right. right when we come back we're gonna finish this up and then we're gonna go to topic two you can also be part of the show call us at 651-641-1071 we'll be right back on the red hot real estate show Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon here with Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results and the Red Hot Real Estate Group, and also our friend Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage. We encourage you to be part of the show. Call us at 651 641 1071. Okay, so I don't know. I was just like, who who remembers who wears short shorts? Who's that? <laughs> okay, and then we like, got legs. We got legs. 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 Okay. Is that what you remember that commercial back when we were talking about that? Because I brought up the analogy of that grid that Phil has when we were talking about the new pricing yeah, structure. Yeah, your pantyhose go from 100 pounds to 200 pounds. Exactly. And it's like, Woo! how does that work? You yeah. know, kind of thing. But the math to me, and we'll, we can unspool it just a little bit more, but discussing why this grid and where they're at, and I think you finally came to the ta-da moment of, well, the government wants to be insured and make sure that these things work out as much as possible. But there are ways. So, yes, there it could be it could be seen and viewed as a penalty for people with good credit. But there's other ways to fit into this matrix where you aren't getting penalized. They just changed the methodology so that more people fit into this grid, just like the back of the pantyhose. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but so at the same point in time there's there's a bill already before before well, they're moving it through the house mm-hmm. that's going to bring Fannie and Freddie to uh some subcommittees and they're gonna have some pretty harsh okay. conversations with About them because it. it's, it's made a lot of people mad. Okay. Very mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so this is in place right now. So for instance, if somebody has poor credit or subpar credit, mm-hmm. this is a benefit for them. Is that yeah, correct? It's a benefit because instead of them being charged a higher interest rate, they'll pay a lesser interest rate. But I don't want you to say, you know, if I've got a 650 credit score and, and we compare it to a 750, you're not going to have a better interest rate on a mortgage going against that 750. No, that's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. So you need to know that it's a very, very, very bad idea for you to purposefully tank, tank your, your credit. credit. I think right. it's a disincentive. Right. Sorry to say. Yes. All right. You know, the other thing I, I want to say is, is... <laughs> The government is trying to make everything equal for everybody. I just don't know if that's possible. I'm not sure that it's possible, but I do understand the methodology is why they're trying to, especially with the markets we're in. In their opinion, it seems to be, well, we need to be to provide access to more people for home ownership because there's not enough people, people who are technically able to make their payments. There's other criteria that we should look at in addition to their credit scores, what I'm interpreting this as. There's other ways of doing that by coming up with other types of products. Okay. The federal government could come up with a hybrid FHA product, all right, 
that maybe is different than FHA to right. help people like that. The only question I have about that is that we've been talking about this for the last two years, that a lot of times when you are out there looking at these products that aren't conventional, some people won't even look at you. So I do understand, again, why they're trying to make more people fit into this conventional bubble so that they can get into the market. And again, this is just me talking. I don't live it like you two. Mm-hmm. But as someone, I go... Okay, there's a methodology if I work with the right people of how to get into this bubble. But I also understand it seems to me that it gives the opportunity for more people to get in. It may and may not. Okay. But, you know, going back to you specifically, when you were getting ready to get ready to buy a house, Mm -hmm. there were things that you were instructed or or advised to do. Mm -hmm. One of them was to, you know, get reduce your debt yeah the other one was to do the things pay on time keep yes. this much credit so that your credit score would improve correct see I, I could give an example here of a new product and they call it a conventional hybrid government product yes that didn't have the restrictions that an appraisal has okay. on the federal government side and how do you how do you take care of that most of the things that go wrong in an appraisal with FHA is peeling paint, mm-hmm. peeling paint, missing handrails, or maybe there's no steps outside of a patio door to the outside. So what you do is you put together a product with a $10,000 kicker yes. on top of it that allows for an immediate rehab for those specific items And now that product would be equal to a conventional loan. And -hmm. it would be called a conventional loan. It would just maybe have a different code. And it gives that consumer a $10,000 kicker to have maybe a government construction, government Mm -hmm. contracting firm to come out and cure those items. Are you talking about a renovation loan? No. No. What are you talking about? I'm talking about... How how what are the main reasons why people go FHA versus conventional in the real estate world when the realtor says, Hey, we're up against three other offers. They're all conventional. We need to go conventional because if we write this as an FHA, it might not be viewed as the, good or strong. The seller will compare apples to apples if you're FHA to, up against conventional. Correct. Conventional wins. Correct. So if you had this hybrid product that had a kicker on top of it for a rehab, for what I would call a mini rehab, mini rehab, Mm -hmm. that, I mean, most houses, FHA conventional, they pass. Yes. It also has a lot to do with how the, the, the seller has been coached about the products right um you know so if your house is going to be fine if you don't have any peeling chipping paint Mm -hmm. if if you've gone through and walked through and it looks good there's no reason to fear fha right in my opinion back to your other conversation about the the things that are the taking the advice of your professionals as you're trying to get ready to buy a home discussing this grid again as far as i can see those things still come into play because even the minimum even though it came down a little bit it didn't come down to the point that if you just go out of your way to have meh credit you still have to have reasonably good credit you still have to have a collection of funds to be able to do these things and so that doesn't seem like that you still have to have a good job you still probably have to have reserves all right you still have to be able to qualify all right this is not this grid here isn't going to help more people 
qualify for a home. Right. What it might do is it might help them qualify for more home because their interest rate will be less. So this is an interesting thing, and there's no way that we can kind of go, dive into this in, in the time that we have here. Right. But what I will say is that this is exactly the reason why you want to work with a, an experienced professional. Absolutely. That is a broker, in my opinion, that has multiple products, that's got some tenure um, and experience that knows the different products and the and how to fit them all together and and okay so this might work you'll never get that by calling or doing your online searches at all and this is one of the reasons why you know we're very happy to have Phil Olson as one of our mortgage experts here Absolutely. on the show because we know that he will be able to help you Mimi, this is no different than what we've been talking about for years yes. I'm a puzzle I'm a puzzle, puzzle maker. solver. Mm-hmm. This is a puzzle here, folks. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing that I think is great when you have the resources when you work with professionals is that, and we were talking about this before the show began today, is that there is a great benefit that even if you, if this is your second home, the things that you do in like a first time home buyer classes, the resources and the training, like just talking to you about uh, what it's like when you own a home, because, you know, we've all talked about this before. There are a lot of reasons why people are scared to buy a house because they don't understand the methodology shift and the mind shift that you need to be able to do it when you can do it. You just have to also go, hey, you know, now that I have the right professional working with me, they might be able to make a suggestion on how I learned this or who I talk to or I, what we do. stuff. I think one of the most valuable things that I do in a consultation is to talk about your seven to 10 year goals. Right. It is mm-hmm. so important because you are not the same person every five to 10 years. You change mm-hmm. all throughout your whole life. And so if, if you're moving into a space and we already know that in, in 10 years that that space isn't going to work for you anymore for a variety of reasons, which we can discuss, then we should be looking for something else. Right. It's like when somebody tells me, I don't, I, I don't, I want a house that's on one level. I don't want stairs, but then yet they're drawn to homes that have still stairs. have stairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hear you. Yes. But it's not matching what you originally said were your goals. So let's redefine what the goals are. Um, so there's that. So I think that if you are somebody who's looking for a property, I think that we can go ahead and talk about, you know, do you think that you're trying to wait to out, you know, outlast the price increase that, that are happening right now? I don't think it's possible. It isn't possible. And I tell you why. Um, because we've got all sorts of stats that yes. say that if you today buy a $400,000 house that in five years, and, and this is being very conservatively, that if you buy a house this year in 23, that in five years you will have gained 54296 and that is conservative appreciation. You know, starting this year, uh, the experts said that, oh, we're going to have negative appreciation or we're going to have flat. But that is not what we're seeing today. No. Uh, Here's a statistic that, I mean, I pulled a bunch of statistics off the web. But do houses appreciate faster than inflation? Increase in average home prices have far exceeded the rate of inflation. Home prices have increased 1,600% since 1970, while inflation has only increased 644%. In other words, home ownership 
is three times appreciation to inflation. And I also want to say that our rent growth, that is so significant. That and also your income. All of these factors, in addition to interest rates, are very important to monitor. In 2022, we had 7.7% in rent growth. And in this year, it's predicted to be at least 6.3%. And that's a national average. So when we get back, we're going to continue this conversation. You can also be part of the show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available to listen where and how you would like if you go and get that podcast. Just go to MyTalk1071.com. Use that keyword, Red Hot. All right, folks. All right. I'm just thinking. Okay, so. What? It's, you know, so much to think about this weekend, right? We had the Derby. Nobody's yes. even talked about that. I forgot How's, about the that's Derby. That's y'all. I know. Yeah. I, saw, I saw it on the, yeah. the, the number on the one big horse didn't room. even race. Really? Yeah. No, they, Nobody cares. We want a long shot to win all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to do a few things and then we're going to talk about some specific things that are very important. Right. Um, I want to remind everybody where they can go to shop for real estate. You can go to viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com. If you've got questions about real estate, you can message through that system. You can also text us or call. And just so I don't forget to remind you, uh, no mow may. Yes. And if you find an injured animal, Mm -hmm. uh, be sure and go and and to the wild, excuse me, wildlife rehabilitation center in Roseville. Okay. You take the animal directly to them. If you find a fawn that's not with its mom, if it's not injured, leave it be. The mom will come back. Mm -hmm. Same bunnies take them in and birds that have fallen out of the nest okay certain birds you want to call and go to their website and figure that out so we don't have enough time to talk about that but that's where you go for information we'll make sure that it's on our links page when you go ahead and find this when you go to mytalk1071.com use that keyword red hot yes okay phil so what we we've discussed phil and i is that we believe there's a a lot of fear out there right now Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of folks that are probably waiting um, to see if the home prices have dropped or if they're going to drop. Now, what we did see is that they did drop a little bit in the in the very part of winter. But that's seasonal. That's seasonal. Um, and it also, you know, yes, and we had the winter from you know where. Um, so <laughs> now we're seeing that prices are consistent and they are actually appreciating. And so, Phil... We've got some examples, some really good examples. Now, what we know is that it's very difficult to save for the amount of down payment, especially if you're a first-time home buyer. Um, it's difficult to save no matter what what type of buyer you are. And you, you don't are. need 20%. You don't need 20%. That's what you need to know. And there are programs that are available that are as low as 0% down. Hello. Correct. And there are down payment assistance programs, and then the lowest down payment is conventional of 3%, uh, 5%. So it's not like you, you know, out there thinking you have to do a full 20%. But even if you're just starting at the basic, we want to help you figure out that you are not going to outrun this train. You're just not going to do it. All right, so I ran some real quick numbers on an average home. $350,000, which is not an easy find right now here in the Metro, $350,000. That is correct. Okay. 
in order for you to keep up with appreciation and inflation and principal reduction. Those are the three things, all right? The average consumer would have to save $17,200 a year to put down. For one down payment or for for what? For one year. For one year. For one year. Because your house, an example, property here in Blaine, I'll give you the address. Over, I'll, I'll just go on, on. It's on Polk Street. It's selling for four hundred and fifteen thousand. It an interest rate of six point three seven five percent. In six years' time, that house will you will net eighty seven thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars in appreciation and principal reduction. And that is appreciating at what percentage? That is appreciating at 5.6%. Okay, so that's a realistic appreciation rate for the metro area and and actually low for a lot that's of different low. areas. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just think let's just reiterate what you just said. Buying it for 415. Yep. In 5 years appreciating at 5.5% would make that house worth what? Well, at five years, it's sixty thousand seven fifty-five net positive gain to the consumer. That's what you're losing. So, for those people that are paying fifteen hundred, two thousand, twenty-five hundred dollars a month in rent, you're, you're you're throwing your money away, and and you're you're never going to catch up. You can't because yeah. the appreciation is going to literally the appreciation and the inflation is going to kill you. So, okay, so. We just really threw out a whole lot of fear right, right there. I, so what we're trying to say is it's very difficult to outrun this inflation machine that right. we have going on. It's so let's difficult. spin it the other way. So what we're saying is that if you were stuck in analysis paralysis as I haven't, I'm not saving up enough. I don't I know can't how do to do it. I don't know how to do it. The que- The answer is talk to somebody now they can tell you whether you really need to do that or what the avenue is to get to where you want to go without that road there's this, other ways to get there this is, there are so many ways when we actually have a conversation y'all you can't do this with a text it, it's just not possible no, to right. get to, to get or into what you need no it's not and i know everybody's afraid that oh i don't want to talk to you you're a salesperson you're going to try to convince me to do this that or the other thing no that is not what we're trying to do what we really are trying to do is to help you meet your goals okay so do you want to to rent to the person all the time for the rest of your life and and watch them get your appreciation do you want your landlord to get your 54,000 that you could make over the next 5 years and also having the conversation because there are certain reasons why people are like I'm renting for this reason there might be a a, a reason for you to move out of that particular goal maybe you haven't had to discussion to see how another opportunity is so it's worth talking to somebody and seeing how you have the options i do think that there's a lot of fear that has to do with okay so maintenance i think a lot of people are terrified of okay well what if something goes bad Mm -hmm. that's why you got insurance and there's called handyman's yeah okay I, i i've got a scenario it's not even a scenario it's a true story i've got a client that i helped five years ago was a single mom had two kids she had a total of $2,000 in her bank account. Mm-hmm. I helped her get down payment assistance to buy a house. She's now selling her house. All right. Her payment was, I think, $200 more than what she was paying in rent. And she's selling her home, and she's netting $56,000. Beautiful, right. Yeah. And guess what? She's taken that 56000 
And now she's not a down payment assistance loan. She's buying a, a conventional. Oh, by the way, she's taken the 56. She's taking only 30,000 of that to put down on her next house. She's taking the other 26. She's paying down $10,000 of her debt. Right. She's putting $16,000 into the bank. So now she's got money in her bank account. All right. And her new payment is only $300 more than her previous payment of five years ago. But guess what? Her income went up. So she's okay. Mm-hmm. So there's, it, there's a success story. Right. Absolutely. 100% a success yeah. story. But, you know, for, for somebody, who, we understand what it feels like to be afraid. Absolutely. To either A, get into your first house, or B, make that next strategic yes. move to the next house. It's like, you know, the fear of, of the unknown is, is real. It's mm-hmm. real, but you do want to allow yourself at least to have the conversation to say, okay, so I would really love to have an extra bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. I would really love to live in a different neighborhood. I would really love to not have the train right behind my house. Mm-hmm. How about lots the backyard of- for my dog to run around? Yes. Yeah. All right. I mean, so there's lots of things that your land landlord will not let you do. You know, there's a lot of people that just fantasize about the fact that I just want to to paint. I want a purple room. Yeah, I want it. I, I've wanted it my whole life. I cannot do it here. Little things like that, or even to plant a garden. Yeah. Right, folks. There's there's pride in home ownership. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There, I, I don't know of anybody out there that I've ever talked to that was proud that they rented their they rented <laughs> right. their property. And guess mm-hmm. what? When you rent a property, do you make it? what you want. No, well, you're going, I'm not going to spend this money on this property. There's pride to home ownership, but there's real big financial gains over over time. And that's that's the key word, well, over, over time. time. All right. And the last thing I want to say is for that first time home buyer, your house, first house is never going to be the perfect house. Right. It's not. It's a stepping stone to that next better home. Right. I just saw the funniest meme. I'm not even going to lie. Some okay. some dude from Australia was was doing like a, a dollhouse and was, was laughing about this is all the house that he could buy. And <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, and he was proud of that house. You know, so to your point, Phil, the first house does not have to be perfect. It's no. just get in the game, y'all. Just get in the game. Right. Um, we want to help help see you build wealth, and real estate is the key to that. Be sure and reach out to us with your real estate questions at 651-578-2218, keyword red hot here at my talk. And if you're shopping for homes, go to viewgreaterminneapolishomes.com. Again, that's mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot. See you next time.